Galnet News Digest, 22nd of November 3308. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, it's all about peace. Eight star guides are bearing down on the bubble, leaving a trail of destroyed ships in their wake, and humanity's gearing up for peace. First communication with the Stargoid Tyrannis could be by flashing the megaship's lights and mathematical puzzles, according to the mission overseer. With the Stargoid now known as Tyrannis, due to enter the Hyade Sector YO-QB5-1 system just over 200 light-years from Sol on the evening of Tuesday the 22nd of November, and likely to be in-system for no more than 56 hours... The Thargoid Advocacy Project megaship Kingfisher will need to jump to the system this week if it's to make its proposed rendezvous there. Mission Overseer Dr Elias Pope explained that the megaship plans to try to attract the attention of Tyrannis to get it to slow down, and then to attempt to communicate with it, firstly to demonstrate that we're intelligent, and secondly that we want peace. It will apparently try to do this by flashing sequences of lights at the gigantic Thargoid entity, and by sending it concentrated data bursts over multiple frequencies, including hyperspace bursts. If the Thargoid notices and slows down to respond, the scientific crew of the Kingfisher plan to share mathematical formulae and star charts, information that has a universal component that should be recognised by other intelligent beings. Starting with these simple building blocks, the Thargoid Advocacy Project plans to build up to more complex communications, such as explaining that the two attempts humanity has made to wipe out all the Thargoids were both horrible mistakes, and that what we want more than anything else is to find a way of sharing the meta-alloys in an equitable way and that we'd much prefer it that they didn't melt planet Earth with their death rays, thank you very much. Dr Pope is excited at the opportunity to finally open diplomatic channels with the Thargoids, and feels that approaching the biggest, scariest and most mysterious Thargoid entities must be the best approach. He explained that the volunteers on the Kingfisher are well aware of the danger, but that this mission is far too important not to make the attempt. The Kingfisher is not in fact acting on behalf of humanity as a whole, nor even of any government. No doubt they hope that once they have the Thargoids on side, they'll be able to get the backing of the superpowers to conduct advanced negotiations, possibly including reparations for the damage the mycoid virus did, and for the destruction of so many barnacle mining machines. The Kingfisher Peace Megaship departs tomorrow, but Congressman Dalton Chase won't be aboard. The megaship is being made ready for departure slightly earlier than initially planned, in order to meet the Taranis Stargoid in its now permit-locked Hyades Sector YO-Q-B5-1 system. At only a little over 200 light-years from Sol, and a mere 20 light-years from Luvaroju, the nearest inhabited system, it was felt by the peace activists that it would be better to greet the Stargoid before it arrived in a human-occupied system, and a potentially less friendly reception. The Kingfisher will leave Andervandal on Wednesday the 23rd of November for its historic meeting with the Stargoid. On board, thanks to pilots, will be a fully working communications array and enough organic carrot and celery sticks to feed the many thousands of peace activists who have paid to witness the event. 
On board will also be Heimar Borichev, the deputy editor of The Sovereign and a prominent voice in the Thargoid Advocacy Project, and who plans to broadcast the attempts to communicate with the Stargoid live. One key person who will not be on board is project sponsor Congressman Dalton Chase, who has an unfortunate diary clash, as he's planning to wash his hair tomorrow. He has expressed his best wishes to those who will blaze the trail of friendship between humans and Thargoids, and his hope that this will be the end of the aftermath of the events in HIP 22460, and the beginning of a new chapter in human-Thargoid interaction. The Anti-Zeno Initiative has also wished the crew and passengers of the Kingfisher well, but have announced they will be stationing a ring of their carriers in systems neighbouring the location of the planned encounter as a precaution. While the Kingfisher prepares to jump to Heidi Sector YO-QB5-1, the remains of Aegis, working with Ramtar, Professor Palin, and the test subject formerly known as D2, has continued to try to understand the science behind the Stargoids. Xiao Jin Ai believes that they're hostile, and that they've come as a direct consequence of Salvation's detonation of the Proteus Wave weapon. A number of groups that had been hostile to Aegis, or who supported Salvation and Azimuth Biotech, have in recent days thrown their support behind Aegis once again. Reforge Aegis has recently welcomed the Alioth Council Statement of Support, which represents a reversal of its previous policy. The Empire, however, continues to reject any thought of cooperation with the Federation and Alliance. The Far God Cult, with its two megaships, the Perdition and the Testament, remains in hiding from persecution. However, with two waves of Stargoids due to arrive within days, and with the Far God Cult firmly believing they'll be welcomed to the afterlife by the Thargoids, it seems likely they'll pop back up soon enough. Perhaps they'll wait to see how the Kingfisher gets on with Tyrannus the Stargoid first. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to. 